Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is 7 News with Natalie Barr. Good morning. The Queen has appeared in public for the first time since the royal crisis involving Meghan and Harry broke. Her Majesty went to church with none other than her son, the embattled Prince Andrew, a decision which has left royal commentators dumbfounded, considering the fragility of the current situation within the family. 7 News Europe correspondent Sarah Greenalch is at Buckingham Palace today. Sarah, Her Majesty appeared in good spirits. Good morning, Nat. She certainly did, especially after what has been such a tumultuous period. Uh, some are saying that this breakaway deal that Harry and Meghan have struck is a far more abrupt final cut than anyone was expecting. They're calling it a hard uh, Megxit. One thing that will sting Harry in particular is having to relinquish all of his military titles, especially Captain General of the Royal Marines. That was given to him by uh, Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, a few years ago. He had had it since 1953. But as you say, after almost two weeks, really, of surprise, the Queen had another one for everyone today. The Queen all smiles for the cameras as she arrived at church for her usual Sunday service. Far more unusual, her decision to bring Prince Andrew with her. Her Majesty leading her embattled son inside. A bizarre choice of company in the wake of the most turbulent two weeks the royal family has seen in decades. The appearance less than 24 hours after Her Majesty sealed a deal with the Duke and Duchess of Sussex that will see them lead a more independent life. He wants to make her happy and she obviously wasn't happy. We didn't quite realise how much. The couple won't publicly use their royal styles as his and her royal highness. They won't draw on public funds, carry out royal duties or represent the Queen. War veteran Harry will sever his military ties and they'll repay the $4.5 million bill for renovations at Frogmore Cottage where they'll also start paying rent. Harry and Meghan have decided that the UK isn't for them, the royal family effectively isn't for them um, and, you know, that's it, off to, off to Canada pretty much. It's a deal that's upset many, including Thomas Markle. He wasted no time condemning Meghan, accusing his daughter of cheapening the royal family. It's disappointing because she actually got every girl's dream. Uh, every young girl wanted to become a princess and she got that. And now she's tossing that away for, it, it looks like she's tossing it away for money. They're turning it into a Walmart with a crown on it now. 
Thomas Markle went on in that interview to say that he believes uh, his daughter Meghan and Harry have become lost souls. Now, in terms of Prince Andrew's appearance, this was the first time he'd been seen publicly with the Queen since that car crash interview. Uh, initially, people were like, why did they choose to roll him out today? Now, some are suggesting that it could have been a very deliberate tactic by the palace to draw uh, attention away from that, given the Harry and Meghan saga. Nat, they will cease being working members of the royal fam family in March. OK, thank you, Sarah. Back home now, trees have been uprooted and a major highway brought to a standstill as a huge supercell brought giant hailstones to Melbourne yesterday afternoon. Huge hailstones pummeled the city's east as heavy rain brought some relief across the state's fire grounds. More showers and thunderstorms are expected to hit later today. More storms are also expected in southeast Queensland today after residents experienced some of the heaviest rain they have seen in months. The storms could see strong winds and even hail later. Homes on the Gold Coast were inundated, cars written off and a major sporting precinct destroyed by the deluge on the weekend. Almost 2,000 insurance claims have been lodged already. It is a similar story in Sydney today. Residents are being warned to brace for more severe thunderstorms this afternoon. This evening will bring a strong downpour with the potential of lightning across the metro area. The New South Wales RFS has welcomed the rain but warned it is not the end of the bushfire crisis. A dust storm has swallowed up parts of the New South Wales Central West, bringing eerie dark skies and a daunting red cloud. Videos posted to social media show dust reaching the height of buildings, bearing down on Dubbo. Strong winds ahead of a storm front whipped up the dust less than an hour after rain brought relief for residents. Deputy Nationals leader Bridget McKenzie is under renewed pressure to resign as a top law firm investigates a class action over the sports rort scandal. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra today. Taylor, will Ms McKenzie stand down? Good morning, Nat. Well, not at this stage. The former sports minister insists she has done nothing wrong, but so far the Prime Minister has failed to back one of his most senior leaders. But that could all change now that top law firm Slater & Gordon is investigating a potential class action claim over the $100 million community sports scandal. A scathing report by the Auditor-General found sports clubs were awarded grants not based on merit but location, with majority of the grants being awarded to marginal electorates or those considered must-win by the coalition. It also found that Ms McKenzie applied her own decision-making criteria to overrule recommendations by Sports Australia, which may have been unlawful. Now a, leading law, now a leading lawyer says those who missed out on those grants may be entitled to legal compensation and are encouraging clubs to get in contact. But with Scott Morrison set to announce a new funding package for small businesses later today, it seems the time to dodge those questions is quickly running out. Nat? And the Prime Minister will be on Sunrise today. Thank you, Taylor. The Prime Minister is set to unveil a new support package for small businesses affected by the bushfires. The damage is still being 
being assessed, so the figure has not yet been finalised. The package will make it easier for those who have suffered direct fire damage to get back on their feet. It builds on a $76 million tourism push announced by the government yesterday to get more domestic and international travellers back into those affected towns. New figures show childcare costs are still rising despite government promises to make it more affordable. Labor claims childcare fees have jumped 35% since the coalition came to power. The federal government is promising a major review. After paying five years' worth of childcare for two boys, Alex and David Lenan are happy to finally be on the other side. It was probably our biggest cost to our family budget, probably around $50,000. I was essentially working to pay the cost of childcare. Hourly fees are a third more expensive than they were back in 2013 and vary dramatically across Sydney. The most expensive, more than $14 an hour in North Sydney and the eastern suburbs, $13 on the northern beaches, down to less than $9 an hour in Campbelltown and $9.20 in Liverpool. And despite government subsidies, many families are still severely out of pocket. Those families who are in the bottom end of the scale, of the income scale, are really struggling with the current childcare subsidy. And there's no relief in sight with childcare operators' leases going up and a union case in front of the Fair Work Commission demanding university-educated preschool teachers be paid up to 50% more. And if childcare workers and educators' wages go up, fees go up. Mm. And that will completely outstrip the increases in subsidies. The Education Minister admits it's become unaffordable. We said in 2020 we would review the childcare subsidy, so that review will take place this year. It is time the government now acknowledges that their childcare system has failed, that it is not providing fee relief for families. Jessica Ridley, 7 News. Drivers on Sydney's M5 motorway were given quite a shock when they were joined by a skateboarder dicing with death. In full protective gear, the man competed with traffic travelling at 100 kilometres an hour. The motorised skateboard was also caught on dash cam near River Road around 5pm yesterday. Anyone who can help track down the offender should contact police. Four Sydney mates have covered thousands of kilometres competing in the world's toughest rowing race. The Atlantic Challenge is the ultimate test and the boys from Bondi managed to cross the finish line in second place. A mammoth race yeah! finally complete. Cruising into Antigua's English harbour, beaten and exhausted after rowing more than 4,000 kilometres across the Atlantic Ocean. It took the Aussie crew 34 days, 10 hours and 46 minutes to cross the finish line, surprised by friends and family who cheered them on the entire way. The Daredevil adventure began two years ago with their first training session in Sydney. Jesus, this is going to be a challenge, isn't it? From these flat waters to the unforgiving ocean, where they battled 12-metre waves to come in second, and set a record for the fastest Atlantic crossing by an Aussie rowing team. Being the fastest Australian team of all time. Yeah! All while raising $250,000 for the Black Dog Institute. Hip, hip. Hooray! A road less travelled, complete. 
Georgia Holland, 7 News. There's been a dramatic incident on Sydney Harbour overnight. A man was rushed off a party cruise and into hospital following a suspected overdose. Maritime police boarded the vessel, arresting two other men after a fight broke out. They then escorted the boat back to the CBD. Clashes have broken out between protesters and police in Hong Kong as thousands rallied in the city's central business district. Wearing black clothing and face masks, protesters gathered in a park near Hong Kong's Legislative Council building. Violence erupted when police declared the rally over and began rounding up demonstrators gathered in nearby streets. Eight people were arrested and four police officers were injured in the skirmishes. There are calls for Australia to step up its screening of passengers from China following fears the country is downplaying the spread of a deadly new respiratory virus. Three US airports have begun screening arrivals from Wuhan, the city at the centre of the coronavirus outbreak. Chinese authorities have confirmed just 45 cases, including two deaths, since the outbreak last month. But international infectious disease analysts estimate more than 1,700 people in Wuhan have contracted the virus. World leaders and Libya's warring factions are attending peace talks in Berlin. German Chancellor Angela Merkel has welcomed leaders from 12 countries as well as the UN, the EU and the Arab League. The summit was called with the aim of preserving a ceasefire brokered by Russia and Turkey last week. Libya has been split between competing factions and militias since former leader Colonel Muammar Gaddafi was overthrown and killed during an uprising in 2011. Well, with the news of Harry and Meghan's split from the royals, the question now, what's next for the couple? They're expected to spend most of their time on the other side of the Atlantic and have already been busy working on future opportunities. From the monarchies most talked about to mere mortals, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex will mostly now call North America home. But where exactly? Vancouver is where Harry, Meghan and Archie spent six weeks over Christmas with Meghan's mum, Doria. It's where she was spotted doing a very non-Duchess thing, picking up a friend from the airport. There are tabloid reports Meghan's expressed interest in a $40 million waterfront mansion on Vancouver's ritzy Golden Mile. Or maybe Toronto, where where Meghan lived while filming her TV show and where the pair first hit it off. The newly non-royal couple is also expected to spend time here in Los Angeles. It's where Meghan was born, where she grew up and where her mum still lives. They're going to be more akin to the kind of Hollywood A-lister than royalty. Now that's an interesting choice because historically the royalty have always been seen as a cut above the Hollywood A-lister. They're now trademarked Sussex Royal brand with around 11 million Instagram followers already could be very lucrative. So it now remains to be seen whether they can transcend their previous position and sort of become brand ambassadors for what it is that they're now selling themselves. Last week, Meghan met with a climate change group called Girls for Justice. Last year, Harry spoke with the boss of Disney about a voiceover gig for Meghan. The proceeds from that will go to a wildlife charity, Elephants Without Borders, as Harry and Meghan begin their new life almost without limits. In the United States, Paul Kadak, 7 News.
In sport, a masterful batting performance from India has seen Australia miss out on a historic series win in the third one day. Steve Smith and Manus Labuschagne once again were Australia's rocks in their total of nine for 286 as Smith hit his first one-day century in three years. He'll get it finally. Well played, Stephen Smith. Third hundred against India, ninth in all. Typical Steve Smith hundred. But the Indians were rarely troubled in their run chase. Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli took the game out of the Australians' hands with a partnership of 137. Sharma notched up a century of his own as India ran out seven wicket winners. Yeah, this is probably one of the most satisfying wins. Uh, uh, the fact that we lost the series last time at home against them, getting one back is, is uh, important. India takes out the three-match series two to one. A record-breaking collapse from the Brisbane Heat has given the Melbourne Renegades their second win of the season. Sean Marsh's bat flew further than the ball as he threw away his wicket. The Renegades recovered to post a competitive six for 164. The Heat were cruising on none for 84, but Chris Lynn's wicket sparked an almighty collapse as the home side lost all 10 wickets for just 36 runs, the biggest collapse in Big Bash history, and the captain didn't mince his words. Yeah, I seem to be in this position a couple of times this year. Um, well, I can't really sugarcoat it. It was just a, it was a piss poor effort. Um, another embarrassing effort. Okay, 79 runs and a stunning catch from Travis Head has led the Adelaide Strikers to a 10-run win over the Hobart Hurricanes. Tonight, it's a double header as the Sydney Sixers play the Melbourne Stars before the Perth Scorchers take on the Sydney Thunder. Check your local guides. Ash Barty says she feels no pressure heading into the Australian Open as the world number one. Barty is the first Australian to enter the Open on top of the rankings since Leighton Hewitt, 17 years years ago, but fresh off her first WTA title on home soil in Adelaide, the 23-year-old says she's comfortable with the attention. I don't read the papers, I don't um, kind of look into any more than, than I need to. I'm, I'm here with my team trying to do the best that we can. Go girl, Barty starts her open against Ukrainian Lesia Serenko. Marcus Babbel may have coached his last game for the Western Sydney Wanderers. Reports emerged late in their 1-0 loss to Perth Glory last night that Babbel is expected to be sacked by the club within the next 24 hours. But the former Liverpool player says he still has the support of the Wanderers. I was always a fighter. They're staying behind me, they give me um, the support and um, I didn't hear anything different. Bessart Barisha scored twice as Western United secured their first win in a month with a 3-0 victory over the Central Coast Mariners. Australian sprint queen Amanda Spratt's dominance over the women's tour down under is over after American Ruth Winder took out overall honours in Adelaide yesterday. Spratt had won the past three years, but the American managed to hold on in the final stage for the win. I'm really excited. Um, yesterday after winning the stage, it was such a special feeling um, and I'm really excited to celebrate with my team after this. Winder becomes the first international rider to win the general classification.
Taking a look at the weather right around the country, a coastal trough and onshore winds are triggering a few showers in northeast New South Wales and southeast Queensland. A region of low pressure and associated troughs are also bringing showers to parts of the Northern Territory, New South Wales and Tasmania. So checking the capitals, Brisbane a shower or two and possible storms, Sydney a shower or two, Canberra and Melbourne possible storms, Hobart light rain for you, Adelaide a morning shower or two, Perth sunny and Darwin. The usual chance of a storm. That is Seven's early news for Monday the 20th of January. I'm Natalie Barth. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.